Voice of Sequels, where we talk about the direct-to-video sequels of childhood classics, horror franchise installations, and those action films where they recast the lead actor to someone gentler on the budget. I'm Sarah Sorrentino, Managing Editor at Talk Film Society. I'm Shaq Lambert, film writer at Comics Gaming Magazine. And I'm Ali Gonzalez, contributor at Talk Film Society. For this episode, we watched Another Cinderella Story, the direct-to-video sequel to 2004's A Cinderella Story, which starred... I always say Lizzie McGuire, but that's not the actress. <laughs> Hilary Duff? Hilary Duff. Lizzie McGuire. And this one stars Selena Gomez. Yeah. A young, cherub-faced Selena Gomez. A Wizards of Waverly Place era Selena Gomez. I never watched Wizards of Waverly Place. It wasn't Place. bad. I kind of... I heard it was good, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I've changed my mind about Selena Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately. Just in general. Like, I tweeted, like, a few days ago, like, maybe I love Selena... Oh, wait, no, I texted that in the group chat. But I kind of <laughs> like her. Like, I... yeah. I don't know. She's cool. She's really got no type of talent. What? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> but, but I like her. I don't know. So my boyfriend's a little bit younger than me. So I, I posed the question to him because, again, I, I feel like I'm out of the Disney stuff by the time Selena Gomez and like Demi mm-hmm. Lovato came around. So I asked him, Selena Gomez or Demi Lovato? And he said, he said without a doubt, Demi Lovato. Oh, like, oh, oh 100%. 100%. Hey, have you seen Demi Lovato's Instagram? I've only seen 100%. some parts of Demi Lovato's Instagram because a certain person who listens to this podcast always posts pictures of her. Nicole! It's Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole always Nicole. posts pictures of Demi Lovato. And then I'll see it and I'm like, oh, Demi Lovato, yeah. Yeah, she's really hot. But you know what? Selena Gomez is kind of hot too. Everyone's hot. They're both Really hot, yeah. Everyone's hot, so it's okay. But in this, she looks like the age she's playing. So let's not For, yeah, let's yeah, not yeah. say she's hot. But she's the <laughs> only one who looks that age, which makes everything seem so much worse. Okay. And we'll get into that. Before we get into that, <laughs> because I have some things to say about that too. <laughs> um, I guess my only other thing before Shaq does the synopsis is, Ale, have you seen A Cinderella Story? Very partially. Do you you have flashbacks to it? Do you remember anything? Honestly, like, I kind of like the way that these movies look, Mm -hmm. which is hard to describe. It's ultra super girly, if I put girly in air quotes, and it does kind of feel like a little bit of a a Hollywood fantasy fairy tale, Mm -hmm. and I think they carried that on in this one. That's the only thing I can remember from the first one. I think Chad Michael Murray is in it. He is. Yeah. Okay. That was literally the first time I'd ever seen it was in this. Yeah, yeah. And Regina King, I think, is like the fairy godmother, right? I don't remember. Wait, is she? Oh my god. <laughs> Wait a second. It's insane. I know Regina King is in it. Academy Award winner Regina King. That is Chad Michael Murray. I can I can confirm that because I just didn't even know. And Regina King plays Rhonda. Rhonda, wow. So yeah, probably, yeah. I'm assuming she probably is a fairy godmother role in this thing. But the best thing about a Cinderella story is Jennifer Coolidge. Oh, of course. Comedic legend, because she's fucking hilarious. She's amazing. (laughs) Honestly, I think this movie is also pretty good when it comes to some of the characters. So, but... You've seen it, Shaq, right? You, you've seen A Cinderella Story. Did you rewatch it recently? I've seen a good chunk of it like on TV like over the years and stuff. Okay, okay. Uh, you didn't rewatch it right before this one, though. I wanted to, but I didn't have time, unfortunately. Oh, that's okay. Yo, have you guys seen Jennifer Coolidge when she was younger? No, I have not. I'm going to do a Google search while we're on this podcast right now. No, but I'm going to Google this she right now. She had these, like, Brooke Shields brows... 
She was so cute. Oh my god. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's always had like that same kind of face shape though. Yeah. But she has good cheekbones. Like those are natural. She does have good cheekbones. That's great. Okay, Shaq. Can you give us a synopsis of another Cinderella story? Literally, in the title, this is just a Cinderella story where it's just a modernized version of the like the classic fairy tale. In this case, Cinderella is Mary Santiago, who's a high school senior. She's living with this pop star, Dominique. Or, this is a former pop star, uh, Dominique, played by Jane Lynch, which that was a shock to see her in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she, apparently her, uh, Mary's mother was like her backup dancer and then she died. And so Dominique took her in and essentially made her a child slave. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, she's also living, being tortured by uh, Dominique's daughter's was it? What the fuck was it? Brit and Brie, played by <laughs> who happened to be, and I deserve the right to disclose this. Yeah, let her yes. say it. Let her say it. Last episode we covered Tinder snaps, and this episode, the fucking evil stepsisters are played by the same girls who are sisters in Ginger Snaps, ladies and gentlemen. This was not planned. How is that even possible? I don't fucking know. I guess the director was a fan of Ginger Snaps. Is like, hey, bring that into this. <laughs> of us three, no one knew. And if and anyone who recommended us do like this series, they recommended us do one of the later ones. We purposely chose to do the second one in the series. And we had no idea and no one warned us. It was hilarious, but anyway. It's amazing. I really am shocked. I did not believe you when you said it in the chat, Ollie, because she told us earlier today uh, before I started watching it. And then when you, to- when you told me and I double-checked, I was like, oh, I wasn't going to start watching until like five. And then I decided to watch early because I was so excited. So uh, Mary, she's yeah in high school and suddenly... Everything changes in this high school when the arrival of big pop star Joey Parker, played by Drew Seeley, who's essentially like an understudy from like Zac Efron, because like they worked together on like high school musical stuff. Like he was like essentially his backup voice, oh. and also he played Zac Efron in the high school musical concert tour. He's not that hot. I don't know what all this is about, but this, we'll talk about that later. And we'll talk about this, because this man is a, is supposed to be in high school. He's like doing his senior year in a regular school because he wants to focus on his education, even though this man looks all of like 25, <laughs> at least. <laughs> then Mary, she falls in love with him i mean she did have a crush on him before they have a an encounter at the mask ball they dance and instead of the glass slipper in the most 2008 shit they could have ever done hey yeah the glass slipper is a zune (laughs) (laughs) not even an ipod it's a fucking zune (laughs) and so essentially the story goes the exact way the fucking cinderella story goes you could kind of piece from there he He's determined to find who this mysterious girl is. And instead of, like, trying on the shoes, it's like, hey, the top four songs on the playlist and stuff like that. And they eventually fall in love and get together. You know the deal. It's so weird, though, because that storyline wraps up halfway through. Yeah, they fall in love. Like, they finally realize who they are. And I'm like, there's still 40 minutes in this movie. (laughs) It's like a time jump where they're like, okay, we got the Cinderella plot line out of the way. Now we have some other things we have to solve. First of all. Her stepsisters suck. Second of all, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's like, I guess we got to get her into college, even though she looks 15. Yeah. <laughs> and else is about 28. It's a bit odd. I didn't hate anything from that, though. The storyline did not put me off. 
And a lot of the characters didn't either. It's just there's so many corny parts to this movie. Okay, first and foremost, mm-hmm. let's address Jane Lynch. Hmm. I think she's great in this. Really? I love her in this. I have never cringed so <laughs> fucking hard in my life. Then when the back knee commercial came on. <laughs> the first five minutes, I, went, I was on a crowded subway watching this, and I was like, oh, no. I'm not looking up from the screen because I don't want people to look. See how people are looking at me right now. <laughs> As someone who's watched a lot of these movies for this podcast on the bus on the way home from work, I understand that. I've always been, like, watching Scorpion King and wondering if the person next to me is like, oh, my God, her taste in film is terrible. <laughs> no one thinks that. <laughs> Why did no she just pay that. for that? Everyone who sees you watching Scorpion <laughs> King is like, damn, I want to be this girl's friend. <laughs> you just see as like one CGI dragon <laughs> and then be like, why is she doing this to herself? But I don't, I don't know if I love Jane Lynch. Like, first of all, seeing her, oh my God, it was just so weird. <laughs> like it was, was she supposed to be Madonna? She's supposed to be like Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's supposed to be, like, a way worse Madonna, though. Like, not even an inkling of cool anymore. I kind of like it because she's going off on her own and doing, like, this character that's not really tied by the story of what else is going on. Like, she has her own problems. I think she's doing something really funny. It falls in line with, like, the stuff that she usually does when you see her in stuff like Glee or whatever, where she is, like almost oh yeah she's over the top evil but it's kind of genuinely hilarious at the same time yeah i liked it but i also liked jennifer coolidge in the first one from this series so but it was so different like the vibe is just so different i don't know if it's because like i fully understand that jane lynch is a lesbian and so (laughs) (laughs) like you couldn't separate it i i just couldn't separate and i mean not that lesbians can't be really really girly (laughs) but it was outrageous. Like, it was just... Out- she had pearls in her hand. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. I loved her dressing up like that, too. Uh, I liked her in this. And I liked the ginger snaps. Yeah. They were, like... The best way I could put it is that if you took, like, the bullies from, like, Power Rangers, Bulk and Skull, and just made them women, that's basically <laughs> what this is. Like, they were so comedically, like, goofy... And I kind of loved it every single time they were on screen, especially, um, what's her name? Not, uh, not the girl who played Ginger, the one who played her sister in the Ginger Snap. Oh my god, no, that was so cringe! I hated her! (laughs) It was cringy, but I kind of laughed at the cringiness of it. Especially, like, that one scene when she's, like, trying to prove that she's the one who had the Zune, and she's, like, trying to dance and sing. It's super awkward, but (laughs) I laughed my ass off! I liked it too. I only felt that cringe feeling when like selena gomez or the main guy joey parker was were trying to be like actually cool or earnest the whole dance scene with the one-way mirror (laughs) yo i'm sorry listen 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 i loved that because it reminded me again of madonna and britney spears in that one movie You're trying so hard to make it cool. <laughs> my my whole thing with that was that like he didn't know she was behind the mirror. So from like another perspective, it just looks like he's really horny for this mirror or himself. <laughs> oh my god, right? I can relate. <laughs> he's like prepared to fuck this mirror. <laughs> he's just like caressing the mirror and like grinding up on it. I can relate. I do that sometimes. <laughs> Don't be kissing the mirror. No. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> that was really bad. It was it was <laughs> horrible. I feel like I'm just kind of out of it though. I feel like 2008 seems so recent, but this movie feels so old to me. A lot of things that happen in this movie, I'm like, oh, we would never still do that in a teen movie. But we do. I just don't watch teen movies anymore. The black best friend of Joey Ryan, the funk, is <laughs> oh, yes. just kind of racist. Oh, who? Oh my god. <laughs> the funk was, he's not even racist. He's just like, you're just generic black stereotype. When the Asians came in, was the oh no. Instead of like the mice doing the whole like cleanup and dressing her up and all that stuff, what they did is like Mary's best friend hired. Like, her sister's boyfriend's cousins or something. It's, like, three old Asian men, essentially, to clean up the house while the two of them are at the ball. And when I saw them show up, I said, oh, no. When the first one started talking, I said, oh, no. I, I don't know mm-hmm. what to say for it. You know what I mean? Like It's bad. It's, That's all I need to say. It's obvious that there were some stereotypes in this movie. It's obvious that Disney was like, hey, hip-hop's a thing now. Let's try to put enough hip-hop in here to make it cool. You got guys breakdancing during the big competition. So they had 40-year-old guys breakdancing at a high school dance competition because they did specifically say that it was for students only to compete. And then, like, everyone's 40. It was weird. Every Again, <laughs> everyone in this movie is, like, either, like, 25 and up. Fucking, there's a 10-year age di- I had to look this up. There's a 10-year age difference between Selena Gomez and um, Joey Ryan there. And so... Joey Parker. Joey Parker. Joey Ryan's a wrestler. <laughs> 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 jo- yeah, Joey Parker. And so... This is 2008, so she was probably, like, what, 16 or whatever, and he's 26. So it makes everything so much creepier. Oh, God. I don't think we'll ever watch, like, a direct-to-video, like, high school or college movie that has the right age group. They don't even make that in regular movies. Like, eighth grade is, like, the one. (laughs) Seriously, though. But, I, I mean, it's always something that I have to, like, wrap my mind around. Because even Ginger Snaps... I'm going to keep calling them the Ginger Snaps. The Ginger Snaps... I don't even know the the sister's name. The original Ginger Snap movie came out in, like, the 90s, right? 2000. Oh, it came out in 2000? Okay, that's not that bad. So eight years afterwards, they're still in high school. <laughs> I mean, that's true. It's a problem. It's not good, guys. It's not a good look, but, you know, whatever. I kind of enjoyed this movie up until the end of the actual Cinderella plot. Then it just got kind of aggravating. Get to it. We already know what the fuck the story, like, it's done. Y'all don't need to have this whole subplot of, hey, I'm trying to get out of here to go to dance school. Yeah, we don't need all that. Does she do any homework in this whole movie? No. She's too busy cleaning. (laughs) What are her grades? (laughs) Everyone knows you don't actually do work your senior year, Sarah. Was this a whole, like, year of high school? Did this movie start from the beginning to the end? I think so. (laughs) I didn't quite understand the time period because she says something to her friend like, oh, you'll have to do the rest of senior year without me or something like that. If all this is like extremely goofy movie where it's all for like the midterm. (laughs) So does she leave her senior year halfway through? I guess. I like... Honestly, does it even really matter? How does dance school work? <laughs> also, man, they, they did that goth girl so dirty twice. Man, she just liked the cure and wanted a zoom. <laughs> I respected the energy. Yeah, I respected it too. I liked her. She was pretty cool. I liked her bangs. She had like long bangs and then she had like short mini bangs up on the side. It was pretty cool. Y- you know what? Tied into this question. How stupid are these characters? Because the ball... 
They're like, oh, I can't recognize you without the mask, even though it's like mask that you can easily tell who someone is. I want to just say that in the original cartoon movie, she's not even wearing a mask. She's just got her hair up. That's one thing. They never, like, at least with her <laughs> and the prince, they never met until that very moment. So it makes sense for That's him to true. go, who is she? The, he sees her at least six times. Who is she? <laughs> Who is she? But but her stepsisters see her during the ball in the original, and they don't recognize her. It, it's like the the Superman thing, where it's like, oh, I got the glasses. You can't tell who I am now. <laughs> yeah, it's one hundred percent Superman syndrome. Guys, is it okay if we do hottest character? Is that illegal? Ginger Snaps girls are illegal. The, yeah. Everyone but Selena Gomez is allowed. <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. Let's do favorite character, and if they happen to be also be hot, okay. you can include that. Oh, I hated every character in this. <laughs> okay, well, the, we got over it. That's it for Ollie. Uh, Shaq? Thank you. <laughs> I'll say, you know what? I didn't hate the funk as much as I thought it did. I will mention, like, the sisters. Fucking uh, Ginger. It, she's still hot. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> she does look hot. The bangs are really working for her. I like the bangs. Yes. Yeah. I really like, like, the whole, the funk and um, Mary's friend subplot. I thought it was cute. I'd rather have just watched them mm-hmm. than have watched the rest of the movie. Shout out to his shitty little Cupid dance. <laughs> the little Cupid dance. I didn't, I didn't quite oh get that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Even his dance at the end where he's like, oh, you want some more dancing? That was bad. <laughs> oh, when, when he started dropping oh bars on the intercom, I was like, yo, you don't need to do all this. <laughs> oh, can we talk about his outfit at the end when he's like... The, like the orange camo? No, I'm talking about the fucking musician. I don't even remember his name. What was it? Oh, are you talking about oh, Joey, Joey Parker? Parker. Yeah, Joey, Joey Parker. Parker. They, they said his name at least 35 times. <laughs> I know. Same Joey Parker. But it's so generic. Honestly, I don't blame you. I already wanted to. I hated this so much. What's his name? He was wearing... Joey Parker. A fucking suit. Not a suit, but like a punk kind of suit with a fedora. <laughs> Y'all, this movie was so fedora no, the heavy. Style, the style in this movie in general was like outrageous. Like the friend with the tutu... Oh my god. I love that. Don't start. I would wear I'm that like, That's right the most now. Avril Lavigne shit. I know. <laughs> that's my shit. I wanted to dress like Avril Lavigne back then so bad. I don't even talk about this right now. <laughs> <laughs> fedora heavy. I think that's the, really the, the award that this movie should get. Is the most fedoras per scene. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> the ratio was wild. <laughs> <laughs> I if we ever watch any more like live action Disney direct to video movies, I'm sure there's gonna be some more fedoras. They loved a good fedora, especially ones in like the mid to late 2000s when people tried to make that cool. Oh, yes, God, they tried so hard. <laughs> They're like, I do electric swing dance and wear a fedora. I listen to ska. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he wasn't my favorite. He wasn't hot. Yeah, who is your favorite character, Sarah? Um, you know, I had it for a second. I think Mary's friend was my favorite. I just liked her. Mm-hmm. She stuck up for her girl. She fought the patriarchy. She's about to punch Joey Parker in the face. You know what I mean? That's what I'm looking for. I get it. I get it. Also, that also that one girl was really annoying. Like, the ex. Oh, who was that? Why was she dancing? It was weird. 
I don't remember what her name was, but, like, she was annoying. And, like, we've seen this type of thing before. Remember Stomp the Yard when that one girl, who, like, the ex of the yeah. main guy or whatever kept showing up? It was, like, that level of annoying. Yeah, yeah, just, like, showing up and trying to, like, bang them for some reason, but not in a, like, in a fun way. Like, yeah. <laughs> like a manipulative way. It was creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She also reminded me of one of the characters from Gilmore Girls. Paris. Oh, love her. Yeah, her facial structure. Preppy, conniving sort of style. Mm-hmm. Wait, you didn't watch Gilmore Girls, uh, Shaq? <laughs> you too good for it? Hell no. I have not watched a single minute of Gilmore Girls in my life. You're not better than Gilmore Girls. I think you'd like it, Chuck. No, you wouldn't. I mean, maybe. No, <laughs> no. no he would I not? No, okay. because even I find it annoying now. I don't think I could go back and watch it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so favorite characters... You know, if you had one. What about uh, shitty final thoughts, Shaq? Yeah, this movie's just fine. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's essentially harmless. It's just like a nice fluffy teen fantasy thing for, like, high schoolers to go like, oh, that's so cute and it relates to me more than, like, the cartoon and stuff because it's modern day, quote unquote, even though they're still motherfucking using Zunes and shit. But, uh, yeah, it, I mean, Selena Gomez is fine. Uh, every, like, no one does a bad job, but it's not anything great. For teenagers, this is good stuff. Ale? I will never watch this again. You're going to watch another one of these. No, dude. <laughs> dude. No. I literally, I can't do it anymore. I can't continue to watch any movie. It's fucking, it's fucking <laughs> on my letterbox to do I had a great weekend. I saw 1917, which I fucking loved. And then now I have to log another Cinderella story. <laughs> After 1917, <laughs> the best double feature I've ever heard. Of. Oh my god, I didn't like this at all. Okay, okay. Um, I don't think Selena Gomez is very good in this. She's very lacking. I didn't find her very like enjoyable. I guess she's kind of just mopey. Yeah. I mean, I think I like Hilary Duff better playing the Cinderella role. But at the same time, like, it doesn't really take away too far. Like, I watched the whole movie. I cringed a lot, and, like, I was by myself, so I'm just, like, groaning. Like, (laughs) I forget. There were so many scenes where I was like, why is this happening? Why are we watching this? (laughs) Overall, though, I don't hate it. It, It's definitely in the middle ground of things we've watched. And uh, also not the worst movie I've seen uh, recently. So my letterbox has always been fucked up, so it's fine. At this point, it's just, like, it'll be, like, two or three pretty solid movies, and then one of the ones we do here so i think this was our valentine's day movie by the way oh yes, yes. this was our this was our high romance because romance romantic comedy so you guys are all welcome <laughs> there's not a lot of romantic mm-hmm. comedies to pick from i mean there's not that many romantic comedy sequels like we mentioned because like once the story's like there and they're in love it's pretty much it for the most part i mean this isn't technically a sequel like, nothing can No, it's like an anthology. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is the true detective of Cinderella. <laughs> this stories. is like like the Twilight Zone of romantic exactly. comedies. <laughs> exactly. It just kind of falls in line with, like, a type of direct-to-video sequel we see, where it's actually just the same plot with different people. I don't hate this franchise or whatever. Disney, obviously, I didn't know they were going to keep going with it after even this one. Is this even Disney? I don't feel like it is, I'm but maybe. I'm before I keep it in the podcast. Oh, no, it's not. It's Warner oh, Brothers. What the fuck? I always thought this was Disney. No. Because I swear I used to watch it on, like, on Disney Channel. No, I checked. It's, um, yeah, Warner Brothers that made all of these. And there's, oh, Jesus Christ, there's five of them. <laughs> 
Yeah, dude. There's as many Cinderella stories as there are Scorpion Kings. That's so weird that this isn't Disney, but they kept on grabbing Disney Channel, like, artists. Yeah. That's why I thought it was. Just the association, probably. That is very strange. Disney by association. (laughs) Cool. Oh, that's interesting. So... Yes, there are some other ones we could watch in the future, but maybe we'll wait until next year, you know, for Ollie's emotional well-being. <laughs> that doesn't exist, so you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> Shaq, do you want to do your plugs? I do. You can follow me on all the social medias at Shaq Excellence. That's S-H-A-K Excellence. You can find me over at oneofus.net, cgmagonline.com, cgmbacklot.com, and occasionally Daily Grindhouse. Ollie? You can find me at sick underscore underscore six six. Or you can also find me at the blurvage underscore underscore. And I do plan on writing another installation of Bloodlust. Two things about Bloodlust. Professional uh, makeup maker Jeffree Star has used the name Bloodlust to uh, name his new palette, which means searches for Bloodlust will be really through the roof. Hopefully that, <laughs> hopefully that helps my column and also some guy slid into my mentions the other day to tell me that i was reaching about vampires being gay no no i'm not reaching but the thing is like it was a comment under the original post under the original post for the column which is my pinned tweet which has been up there for like six months now so it was just really funny and i blocked him i'm growing i'm maturing i just block people now it's what i do i mean you did reply back to him first yeah. i did it first and then i'm like <laughs> all right man. so what i'm doing now <laughs> is i have to reply and then i immediately block so that the conversation no longer goes anywhere you're doing you're doing great kid Thank you. You know what that is? Growth. (laughs) Growth. Growth. So at the end of January, we asked people to uh, give us some suggestions for Valentine's Day movies. And I'm just going to go through them because there were some interesting ones. But I did go on vacation, so we didn't have that up in time. Nicole, All the Damn Vamps, uh, recommended Another Nine and a Half Weeks, starring Mickey Rourke and some other people. Okay. And um, I didn't like it because uh, Mickey Rourke's face. Mickey Rourke is creepy. (laughs) (laughs) It's really creepy. It was not good. Showgirls 2, Pennies from Heaven, would probably be the worst thing we'll ever watch if we decide to watch it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It looks so bad. I don't, I mean, like, the first one. Is it even, like, a real sequel? (laughs) I don't think it's even a real sequel. Like, I think the side, like, the actress who was not the main character raised money and made a sequel. It looks terrible. Okay. Uh, Return to Sleepaway Camp. Yes. Hell yes. <laughs> and Reese Witherspoon presents Legally Blondes. I don't know about that. Oh, right. <laughs> I remember I I remember that existed. Yes. It's like it's like the nieces or whatever of Elle Woods. Great. Th- those were recommended by James Rodriguez at Rodders J O four. Billy also recommended Legally Blondes. The Net 2.0? What's that, dude? The Net was like Sandra Bullock in like a techno thriller of like the early 90s. This is not Sandra Bullock anymore. (laughs) Road Trip Beer Pong. God. If we watch that, you know it's probably going to be like American, uh, what was it, Uh, Van Wilder. Van Wilder. Yeah, it's going to be just like Van Wilder. And then Single White Female 2, The Psycho. I'll watch that. I didn't even know they made a second (laughs) one, but yes. Also recommended to us with Billy Zane starring Sniper Six, Ghost Shooter, 
It also has the guy from State Farm. <laughs> you mean Allstate? Really? <laughs> Allstate, sorry. I, I can't tell the difference between insurance companies. <laughs> yeah, State Farm is like a good neighbor. State Farm is there, and then Allstate is... Are you in good hands? My man yeah. with the deep-ass voice. I mean, I'm happy for you guys, but you're brainwashed by capitalism, man. <laughs> I don't need to know We that. communicate in, in corporation slogans. But at Buddy could tell he did make the joke <laughs> that he was worried about that one, but we're in good hands, and he had done a screenshot of the guy. <laughs> <laughs> it was very good. I retweeted that. That was hilarious, dude. Love Actually has a TV sequel, but it's only 15 minutes long. Thanks, Steve Blank. That's not going to do it. Greg Anderson said that uh, we could watch The Prince and Me 2. He also said another nine and a half weeks. We could watch The Prince and Me We could. Too. Okay, Rob Dean said Cruel Intentions 2. Honey 3, Dare to Dance. That's not. Oh, Honey. Oh, yeah. Remember Honey? Yeah, like Jessica Alba, Honey. <laughs> he gave us a lot of options. Oh, my God. Poison Ivy's that we haven't watched yet. Two, we have two more to watch. Oh, right. 976 Evil 2. That's not real. That's just a bunch of numbers. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> I think that's like a, a sequel of something from the 80s. Let me look it up. Yeah, I just found it. I'm good. Directed by Robert Englund. Freddy Krueger directed this. Oh, no. <laughs> I used the first one. Uh, a Cinderella Story Once Upon a Song, which has Lucy Hale in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was quick. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Ollie, what about Wild Things 3? Hell yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> dream a Little Dream 2? Dream a Little Dream. I don't know what that is. Isn't that, isn't that like Corey Feldman or whatever? Uh, Twa the Escort. That's that's just porn. <laughs> <laughs> At action underscore J keep, keeps on asking us to watch the sequel to Emperor's New Groove. Oh, Kronk's New Groove. We should watch Kronk's New Groove. But the gift that he keeps on using to recommend it is upsetting. I don't want to talk about it. But yes, we should watch that movie and I might convince them to watch it next. Choppa. I am Choppa. So we should watch Little Italy. It's not a direct-to-video sequel. It's not bad. Why did you watch that? I've seen it before. I've Why? seen it because... You're literally the first person to ever say that sentence. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I've heard nothing but the... I have friends who went to the premiere of Little Italy and they're like, this is one of the worst things I've seen. I don't want to talk about that anymore. The Howling Reborn has people in it. Uh, oh, that was uh, Marcelo 5. The Howling is cool. I don't know if you could handle it. <laughs> no, I can't handle it. Uh, Tyler Foster told us to watch the Cinderella Story collection. We don't have the strength. We just can only watch no. this one for now. Yeah. Lights Camera Austin said that we should watch Vivica A. Fox and 3 can play that game. You know what? That's an interesting idea because I forgot they even made that a sequel. So that might be a very good idea. Let's see anything else that I am missing. Uh, Billy said we could watch Belly 2. We're not watching that, Billy. <laughs> that cover doesn't even look real, Billy. Do you see that? It no. doesn't look real, but I know it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Street Kings 2 Motor City Unrated starring Ray Liotta. Come on. This is actually painful. <laughs> like, Street, Street Kings is another one of those movies where it's not like Smoke and Aces, but it's in the sense that like there is an absurdly stacked cast in that first movie because it's like Keanu Reeves, uh, Forrest Whitaker, Common. But this is before the Keanu Renaissance. Yeah, pre-Keanu so Renaissance. The bad, the bad times. <laughs> The in-between Matrix and, the, and like, John Wick Renaissance. <laughs> they did announce a new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids 
coming back. We could watch Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. If you guys are interested, I wouldn't be against that. I'm down. I'm not, I'm not against it. I'm not against that either. I can check if there's any fedoras in that movie before we watch it, just in case. A fedora alert. <sighs> yeah, that's it. That's it for the movies that were suggested recently. We have some options. We're going to try to take it a little easy, ease ourselves back into the pain. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Especially for Ali's sake, because you sound like you're just giving up on everything. <laughs> I hate. She it. also hate recorded so Lord of the Rings today, guys. So this is not just our fault. I don't. I'm not taking. Yeah, full and the credit. Lord of the Rings episodes take like five million years. And y'all, I love those guys, but it's really exhausting being the only girl on that podcast. <laughs> it takes about so. as long as the actual quest took. <laughs> I know. I know. And also, like, I'm getting so tired of having to pay for movies I know are going to be shitty. <laughs> like, today, I was actually upset about it. I was like... This wait, is how much, wait, how much did you spend? Two ninety nine. Two ninety nine. But guess what? Two ninety nine is a whole ass milkshake. <laughs> so you're lactose intolerant. You can't have that fucking milkshake, dude. I know, right? <laughs> Holy fuck! This recent development. I mean, it's not recent. I've had like issues with my stomach forever. But yeah, I'm probably lactose intolerant. But I would fucking risk it all for that chocolate milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I respect it. Okay, so maybe, we, honey, sh- we shunk ourselves next. Maybe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, are we just going to agree? Do we just want to say yes? Yeah, let's just say that's the next. Oh, also, speaking of Lord of the Rings, Marcelo literally said he doesn't watch any of the movies before he listens to the podcast. I want to know how many of y'all do that, because what is the point? <laughs> like, why am I putting myself through this? Yeah, there's no way half of our listeners watch these movies. No. Oh it's like... God. It's like Steve and like Billy and I, I think Nicole. I think she does. No, I'm not sure. EM also does too. EM does too. Guys, y'all y'all are the real MVPs, but no, like don't, y'all don't need to don't do that. Don't watch these us. movies. Billy is already watching these movies, so th- whatever. But everyone else, no, stop, stop watching the movies. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. We're trying to stop. Do you know this. that the other day at work, this guy like he came up to me and we were talking, and I was like, oh yeah, I have a podcast, and he's like, well, what's it about? And I'm like, oh god, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's about like we watch direct to video sequels. And he's like, like, what? And I'm like, well, for instance, Scorpion King 3. And he's like, so in a conversation, someone will say something. And because you have seen it, you'd be like, oh, that happens in Scorpion King 3. And no one is going to know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. That's exactly what it's like. It is, the, honestly, that is my, again, my greatest joy is talking to someone about it and they're like, they made a sequel to that? <laughs> is my favorite reaction in the world. <laughs> exactly. I sometimes exactly. at work make a little announcement like, oh, this week I'm going to watch this for the podcast. Nobody listens to the podcast uh, hmm. from work, hopefully. But um, I like to let them know what's going on. <laughs> like yeah i've watched a few scorpion king sequels that i never knew existed until starting this my friends are still in shock that there's like four or five scorpion king movies yeah same i like when the guy asked i gave him specifically the scorpion king 3 episode to listen to i was like you have to listen to this because this movie is fucking wild <laughs> it's so good i still like scorpion king the last one four the last one yes <laughs> four was really good guys 
I still think about it. (laughs) Okay. Honey, we shrunk ourselves. That's the next episode. Sorry about the gap in between this and the last one. Oh, yeah. Sarah had gone to uh, a cruise and she went to Disney. I had gone on a cruise. I went to Disney. I I didn't get a tan. I didn't tan even a little bit. It was great. I loved it. Yeah. Highly recommend. Uh, Shaq sent me Canadian chocolate. I did. It was delicious. It changed my life. I'll never have American chocolate again. Good. Good. Shaq is now going to be responsible for sending me chocolate once a month for my period. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, this is new development. <laughs> also, that shit cost so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, um, Shaq, you really overdid it. Like, when I opened... First of all, I received a fucking whole-ass box, and I was like, wow, he really didn't have to send me this many gifts. What the fuck? And I open it, and it's just so much chocolate. It out. I'm so happy about it. <laughs> Okay. I didn't see any pictures, but if there's a picture, I would like to see it. Well, I couldn't take any pictures because I received that chocolate box on Thursday, which was Valentine's Day, so I had gone out with my girls, and then I get a text from my mom, and she's like, can I have some of this chocolate? (laughs) And I'm like, okay, well, yeah. I thought it was a chocolate box. No. like, she wanted one or two chocolates, but by the time I got home, the box was open, and, like, 17 of my chocolates were gone. Oh, my God. (laughs) Did they ask you... Who you got the chocolate from? My parents know better than to ask me about about these things. Well, that's great. I I exist, (laughs) goddammit. You need to tell your parents about Shaq. (laughs) But they know I came from Canada. And they know that I, like, have pals in Canada because I went to TIFF. I tell everybody about that, especially at work. Got to connect. Yeah, no. I saw this at the Toronto International Film Festival where I went Thank you. <laughs> Speaking of film festivals, my last plug for this episode, my only plug, I will be at South by Southwest with a press badge. I saw. I'm so jealous. But I will be in Austin in April. So same thing. Bitch, let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if you'll be at South by Southwest, maybe maybe say hi. If, if we're flexing like this, if we're doing this, yeah. I'm going to drop a fucking huge flex. In July, I'm going to fucking Tokyo. Oh, what? What? Shaq, yeah. knew you didn't tell me this. Yeah, oh, yeah, because my cousin's in the Olympics. Double flex. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, my cousin's in, in the Olympics for women's basketball. And so me and my family are planning on going there to show support and all that shit. So, hey, yeah, that's going to be fucking awesome. Oh, my God, congrats. That's amazing to both of you. Sarah, you're going to have a great time. I can't believe he won me like Trent Reznor will be there. Shaq. <laughs> I don't know who will be at the Olympics, but you will be at the Olympics, and that's what matters. Yes. Um, I'll be watching the Olympics, not participating because I'm not athletic. Well, that's great, everybody. I'm happy for all of us. Shaq, buy me Pokemon things, Um, and uh, that's it. I'm going to end the episode. Bye. Bye.